Hey everybody, welcome back to Investing with Wesley. You know, recently interest rates hit another all-time low. So today's episode, I want to have that conversation with you. I want to have the conversation on whether you should or should not refinance your mortgage. Let's get into it. So this question is best answered really depending on whatever circumstance you're actually in right now. As an example, I refinanced twice within the past year. I refinanced last year in 2020 in the middle of the pandemic to capture in on those really low interest rates. When me and my wife originally bought our house, interest rates were higher than what they are now. When we bought our house, the interest rate we got locked in was a 30-year fixed at 5.5%. Now compared to historic rates, that's still really good, but compared to how low rates hit last year, we decided it was appropriate to refinance, lower our interest rate even more, and save that much more money. So when we refinanced last year in the middle of the pandemic, the interest rate we got locked in at was 3.5%, saving us about $300 per month on our mortgage. Now recently, we actually just got done refinancing yet again this year in 2021, and the interest we got on this new refinance was 2.5%. But during this most recent refinance, we actually took a little bit of our equity out, so we did a cash out refinance. Now you would think that that would drive our payment up because now our debt on our house is even larger, but because simultaneously we got a lower interest rate, it actually came out to only about a $30 increase per month. Now the real question is, should you do the same? Now I'm gonna list out a couple different scenarios to tell you whether it is wise or not to refinance your mortgage. For starters, you have to understand that refinancing your mortgage restarts your payoff timeline. So even though I've owned this house for three years prior to me refinancing it, because I just refinanced into another 30-year fixed, it is still going to take me another 30 years to pay off this loan. So all the payments I made all the years prior to this year are basically worthless because my 30 years is restarting from now. So with that being said, the first scenario is this. You only have about 10 years left on your mortgage, and although you are at a higher interest rate than what you could get now, should you refinance it? Just based on that circumstance alone, I would tell you do not refinance because even if you refinanced into a 15-year mortgage and captured a lower interest rate, you're still restarting that payment and adding an additional five years to your mortgage. Now, some banks do offer 10-year amortized loans. So if in getting that particular loan, you save yourself at least 1.5% in interest, then I would say absolutely go for it because there's still fees involved every time you refinance. Every time you refinance, you have to pay closing costs for your loan, the appraisal fees, the underwriting, you have to have a notary come out. So all these things cost money. So if you're gonna save yourself a lot of interest and or a lot of time in refinancing your house, then it weighs out all the fees that you're gonna have to pay for upfront in refinancing that loan. Now remember for us, we started off with 5.5% and I initially refinanced and got 3.5%. So just that extra 2% that we're saving in interest was well worth restarting that entire 30 year process all over again. So already that first refinance was well worth it. But then this year we decided to refinance again. And if you remember, we refinanced but really only got about a 1% decrease in interest. Now the fact that we were able to lower our interest by an entire percent as well as withdraw money from our equity, even though we're restarting our 30-year process yet again, it is well worth it. But you gotta understand, it's really only worth it up to a point. As an example, it's not worth refinancing your mortgage every other year just because interest rates keep dropping. Eventually, your interest will only go as low as it possible will go, and you'll still have another 15 or 30 years to pay back your loan. At some point, you have to be satisfied with whatever interest rate you got and just pay your loan off. That is unless you're doing an invest-a-loan strategy. 
As an example, we withdrew $30,000 of equity from our house, but we're not gonna go buy a car or a boat or take a good vacation with that money, nothing of the sort. What we're actually going to do is pump our long-term savings, which is our investments, with that money. So as you might have guessed from the name, we're investing the proceeds of a loan. We're investing a loan. Now, when would that really be worth it? Now, really the only time this would be worth it are in times of really low interest rates like we see now. If you did the math on that $30,000 with the interest rate I gave you, you'd actually know that the full payoff amount, the amount we're actually going to be paying over the course of that 30 years for that $30,000 loan is about $45,000 and some change. So we have to pay the actual $30,000 balance back as well as that $15,000 extra is all interest payments. Now most of the time that would not be worth it, especially if you're gonna use the money to buy a car or a vacation or something like that. It is never wise to withdraw money from your house or from equity if you're gonna use it on depreciating assets like a vehicle or on a vacation. Because yes, vacations are nice, but it is not worth spending an extra $15,000 in interest just for that vacation. You're almost paying for the price of two vacations at that point. Where it does benefit us is that we are actually investing it and we are locking it away in savings. So I'll put it up on the screen, but we're starting off with $30,000 and we're putting it into our long-term savings that typically average anywhere from 10 to 12% per year in growth. Now I set the time horizon for 30 years just to show you what it would grow into versus what I would have to pay in interest. Now remember, over the course of those 30 years, I'd have to pay the $30,000 back plus an additional $15,000 in interest. But because I'm throwing that money in my investment, that's getting 12% in interest, at the end of those 30 years, my single investment of $30,000 would be worth almost $900,000. That's way more than enough to pay back that loan plus that additional $15,000 I'd have to pay in interest. So that is the next scenario. The next scenario is to refinance to capture some of your equity at a low interest rate so you can use it to pump up your savings and invest it. Now remember, I do not recommend you do this just to pump up your regular savings like your emergency fund. This is because your emergency fund needs to stay in a very liquid account that is not beating inflation. So you will feel the effects of all the interest you're gonna have to pay for the loan, especially because you're not gonna receive any interest on the other end in your savings account. So withdrawing equity from your house to put it into a savings account, not recommended. Withdrawing equity from your home in a safe manner to put in a safe investment, 100% will benefit you in the end long term. Now the next scenario I wanna to talk to you about is a very common scenario. Withdrawing equity from your current house to use as a down payment for a new home. Is that worth it? Now, if you're gonna go and sell this home, then no, doing a cash out refinance is not worth it because you could just sell the home instead of pay those additional closing costs. If either way at the end, you're gonna sell this home, do not do a cash out refinance so you can buy another home. Just sell the home, pay the closing costs one time in selling that home, collect your profits, and transition it to a new home. But if you're not going to sell this home, then absolutely it could very much be worth it for you. One scenario I see a lot of people do is they'll take out as much equity as they can from their current house, use that as a down payment for a new house that they're gonna start a family in or whatever, and then rent out the house they're currently in right now to pay for that mortgage that they just took out. This scenario I think is well worth it, even if interest rates are a little higher when you go to buy that house. Now the best case scenario is that you could take equity out of your current home, throw it as a down payment into a new home, and then have both mortgages be at about two and a half percent. This way, both debts are really easy to pay, and you could use rental income from turning your current house into a rental to pay that first mortgage back, and then use your business or job income to pay for your new home. 
Now, worst case scenario is you have to do a cash out refinance and increase your interest rate. So you could be sitting at about two and a half percent right now, but when it comes time for you to buy a forever home, interest rates have risen. And when you refi to do a cash out refi, you're sitting at a much higher interest rate, let's say 5%. Now that's a worst case scenario because your new mortgage with this house, as well as the mortgage you're gonna have on the house you're about to buy, will both be at about 5%, which is pretty expensive to borrow. But this is where it becomes worth it. Getting as much debt from your new home to your old home will help you in economic hardship. Let's say during this equity transfer to your new house that you only have a $100,000 mortgage on your new house, but now you have a $600,000 mortgage on your old house. And let's just say times are tough and you cannot find a rental, so you're forced to sell. Well, that would be unfortunate, but when you sell, if it appraises at least for what you owe, it comes out of wash and you're still sitting happily in your new forever home with only a $100,000 mortgage. On the downside, if some sort of bubble has burst and it doesn't appraise for how much debt you have on it, then you're expected to pay the remaining debt or the difference off in full by the time you close that sale. And really what you could do is just cash out refinance the equity from your brand new home and transfer that little excess in equity back over to the new home. It would increase your monthly payment, but you'd be escaping with all the other debt that you tacked onto that old property of yours. Now, all three of these scenarios I talked about are good things when it comes to refinancing. If you do one of these three things when you refinance, those are good decisions and it could very well be worth that refinance and paying those new closing costs. Where it is never worth a cash out refinance or a refinance in general is one, if you're gonna use your equity to buy depreciating assets or things that don't turn a profit, or if you're not going to be saving yourself a lot of interest in the process. So if I had refinanced my house earlier and went from five and a half percent down to 5%, to restart that 30 year process all over again, only to save myself half a percent in interest would never be worth it. So as pretty much all things go in investing in finance, it really is situationally specific to what you're actually going through right now or what your ideas are. But I'm hoping for most of you, if you're going to weigh the options of doing a refinance, you're either locking in a lower interest rate to save yourself money or doing a cash out refinance to get a forever home or to invest it and see that much more profit in the future. I hope you got value from this video. If you did, please remember to like and subscribe because it really helps the YouTube algorithm push this channel out there for more people to see it. I also have a dedicated Facebook and Instagram account, so if you ever had a question, comment, concern, or just wanted more information on a particular topic, it'd be a great way to message me there so I don't have to siphon through all these YouTube comments. Either way though, the choice is yours, and I'll see you in the next episode.